Well, welcome everybody to Digital Care Group. We're so happy to have all of you. Thank you. A huge shout out to everybody who stayed on after service. Uh, thank you so much for making the time. That is very special that you are here. And uh, I'm excited for all the people that are tuning in right now from all across the U.S. and Canada. Where are you tuning in from? We'd love to continue to see you know, where this grace revolution online is taking place. So would you just put it in the chat right now? We have, wow, Canada, Edmonton, Canada, Texas, Pennsylvania, Manchester, New Hampshire, North Carolina. Wow, Washington, all over the place. Put it in the chat. We love to see it. It's a beautiful picture of this community. Hey, how has the first half of the year gone for you so far? If you have access to an emoji, would you throw that emoji in the chat right now and uh, let us know how has it been for you so far? If there's, if there's an emoji that can help us kind of get a little bit of a read on what it's been like for you, because we, we, we want to be kind of connected to how it has been for you. Uh, we love you. We're here for you. And the Lord is in the midst and he is going to encourage you today in a great way. I see the face with the hearts in place of the eyes. I see uh, a smiley face right now with sunglasses. And uh, just okay. It's been going pretty good. Um, all different types of emojis that are being placed in the chat right now. Pastor Darren, it's good to see you. How you feeling? It's good to see you, Josh. It's good to be back in Digital Care Group. And I'm back in Singapore. The last time we recorded when I was in Texas. But of course, I can't leave Texas without bringing a piece of America back with me. So if you've ever been to Bucky's, I love it. And I have coffee from it every day now, Josh. That's that's incredible. I couldn't pick a better cup. I'm telling you, that's, that's <laughs> you can't pick a better cup. Yeah, we're just talking about it, right? Bucky's is like my picture of what the local church could be. You know, everyone's happy in Bucky's. There's brisket. There's clean restrooms, and you come in empty, and you leave filled. You know, with fuel <laughs> to to you know take on the the week that it's a hit. So. I love it. I love going there. I love the vibe. I love the energy. And I and I pray that wherever you are tuning in from, that that's the vibe that you can have at home as well. With Jesus in the center of your household, that no matter what the circumstances are and challenges are, that you know you can have some Bucky's kind of happiness and Bucky's kind of joy in Christ, in true Christ. Amen. <laughs> amen. 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 Yeah. So guys, the topic for today is Bucky's. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Deacon is Jess. We know you love Bucky's too, right? Oh yeah, very much for the shopping. <laughs> you could do any kind of shopping in Bucky's. This really is turning into a Bucky's care group. But it is so good to be here. I am still in Texas. That's good. Happy about that. Deacon is Jess. Good to see you. So good to be seeing everyone again too, Pastor Josh. Happy to have all of you. We're excited. It's going to be great. I want to let all of you know that are, that are watching right now that this session is going to be available on demand at gracetrevonline.com slash care group. You can watch it however is best for you. Um, and if you missed the previous session, you can catch it again at the website. Big reminder, continue to consume it and cook what you've caught through Digital Care Group. I really believe that you'll be able to absorb all the nutrients of what God has spoken and I'm uh, so excited about that. Yeah. And I have a question. How many on here today are part of the digital lobby? There's lots of hands. Put your hands up in the chat. Um, so the digital lobby is such an awesome um, resource that we have since we are a digital church and there is not that um, 
you know, how at a local church, there's that community after when you leave service and you get to chat and pray with each other and share your praise reports. That's what we have in the digital lobby. So if you have not signed up for that, if you're not logged into that, do that. It's such a beautiful place of community. I love to go on there and just read the praise reports, which keep sharing those. It's so encouraging to read those. I love sharing um, the prayers going up and people praying for each other. There's just something so powerful, even if you're going through something yourself about praying for somebody else. And speaking of prayer, we also have our digital prayer experience. So if you are going through something, uh, something in your family, your health, finances, uh, your job, whatever it may be, or if you know somebody who is going through something, there are pre-recorded messages from our pastors and leaders, and you can just tune in whenever you feel that need to have someone pray and believe with you through time and space. I, I really think that God has designed us for community. That's why even while we are connected digitally, you know, to be able to see y'all or if you're watching this at a later time, to just be able to connect and then to have a digital care group where you can be on 24-7. There's no church lobby in the world that is open 24-7 except, you know, a digital church lobby. So to be able to do that and use technology to connect. You know, people use technology for all kinds of things today, but I think we're really motivated. My team here in Singapore and in Texas, we're just so motivated to, to continue to trust God for, for new ideas and new, new ways of uh, you know, being creative and trusting the Lord for wisdom on how we can use technology to, to grow the digital church and grow the, the connection and the relationships that we have in Christ. So I really want to encourage you to, to take the time to do that. Uh, just last Sunday, I was in church in, in Singapore, and I just want to shout out uh, Tim and Kavita. I, I ran into them in church and, you know, they were going through some difficult, challenging moments in their life. And, and they shared with me how like uh, the digital care group was a great source of blessing to them, right? Just to be able to see y'all and be in community and, and listen in and listen to the, the teachings and how we unpack some of the truths from Pastor Prince's amazing sermons to just gather around the word, not gather around, you know, on-demand streaming service, whether it's Netflix or Disney Plus or HBO and whatever you're tuning in or news channels, like we get together to talk about Jesus, right? So while, while entertainment is great, it doesn't feed and nourish our soul and our spirit. So I think uh, just by doing Digital Care Group and you all being part of this and tuning into this, it really allows us to, to send the, the gospel of grace around the world. So that's really exciting. It's not just in America, it's it's going everywhere. Super exciting. And I see even in the chat right now, many people are blessed by running into one another in the lobby, the digital lobby. And that's amazing. I, I was just taking a walk the other day and uh, praying a little bit, taking a walk. And I sat down on a bench and I was going through the lobby and just reading you know, all of your uh, prayer requests and praise reports and you guys saying hello. And I was amazed to see, like, I was like, I don't know, do I even comment on any of this? I mean, there's like 15 comments, like everyone's like bombarding this person with encouragement. So I was like, I don't know. I feel like and that's such a win because when the community comes together and they don't just like encourage each other in a way where they're just trying to hype each other up, but there's like real hope anchored on the person of Jesus happening. It's amazing and so powerful. So I'm so encouraged. And I know all of us are every time we get in the lobby and we see you guys, you know, really tending to and feeding one another with the person of Jesus. It's amazing. 
I'm excited about today. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to, like we always do, have a clip. So we're going to we're gonna lean into this clip from Pastor Prince, and then we're going to come back. We're going to have a conversation. And I really believe that as we lean into this clip, as we lean into this conversation, that it is going to be a rhema. It's going to be, what is a rhema? A right now word specifically for you that is rele- very relevant to everything that it could be that you're dealing with, victories or difficult things. So let's lean into this clip, and I'm going to come back and have a conversation around it. And it starts with our words. I mean, let's not contribute to all the talk that is poisonous, bitter. At the end, when you drink bitter, remember this, right? If the poison is affecting you, not them. Always remember that. Always remember when you're bitter towards someone, you poison yourself. Right? The greatest revenge is forgives the person that you're bitter with. And then live your life. Live the abundant life. I always try to forgive as much as I can. Every, anytime I get angry, I can be driving down the road, get angry just for a while with someone, and I make sure that in Jesus' name, Father, I forgive that person. I don't want any trace of bitterness in my heart. Now, other people bitter towards me, right? I may not know, but I cannot be bitter towards them. You know, it's something about grace. You are forgiven much. How can you not forgive someone? Something so little. Amen. You know, we, we have this attitude. We judge others, but we don't judge ourselves for the same thing. And you know, sometimes I find myself when I talk or criticize someone, and, and you know, there's a little, little voice that says that you're, you're no better. Then I, I'm humbled straight away. I think um, talking about this subject and talking about the idea of bitterness and forgiveness, uh, maybe it's not always such a... <laughs> doesn't feel always like such a lighthearted thing, right? Looking around right now, and I know that none of us are really going like this. Yes, yes, you know, bitterness. Um, <laughs> I think sometimes it's it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not bitter, I'm not bitter, I'm not bitter. And I understand that. But I also just am thinking of like how important community is. We were talking about that right before Pastor's Clip. And I think that some of us have been in community where we have had opportunity, right, to get upset and get angry and say, that's, that's unfair. Uh, that's not right. Um, I think if we're all honest, just by a show of hands, has anyone felt like, hey, that's not fair? Like, that's not right. Like, I don't understand why that keeps happening to me. You know, this, this type of person keeps kind of getting ahead and I feel like I'm left out. That's, that's not fair. I was just thinking about how important community is when it comes to kind of having this feeling of bitterness and kind of just angry over certain things that, that happen in our lives. Community is so important. There's this one verse I just, just thinking about just to start us off is um, Hebrews 12, verse 15. It says this in the New Living Translation. It says, look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. I think sometimes, you know, we, we are in circles and we're involved with different activities and different communities with people and we get hurt or maybe somebody else is hurt and they're, they're spewing out their hurt. And the Bible says that that doesn't just have the opportunity to defile them, but it can defile many. So the encouragement in the beginning of it is look after each other so none of you fails to receive the grace of God. 
So I feel like this community is so important because what is the community designed for? To look after one another that we don't fall from grace or fail to receive God's grace, even when we feel rejected and hurt. So I just feel like that's, that's such an important aspect of this community is let's not just like try to get rid of bitterness. I think that's really hard. I'm not sure if that's what the Lord's intention is. Just try to get rid of these things. Do better. Don't get bitter. Do better. Like, but, it, but it's hard. How do we, how do we do that? I feel like it's not like, like let's receive the grace of God while we're feeling the way we feel. Pastor Darren, what do you think? Well, I'm just thinking along the lines of how, you know, wherever you're watching this, just know that we're not targeting any person. We're not targeting any specific situation. I think we're just, because we established through Pastor Princess Ministry on the foundation, you know, put it on the chat, the strong foundation of the gospel of grace that because we have this righteous identity that we can deal with some really deep-seated issues, right? So, you know, if you're feeling any unforgiveness and bitterness right now, this is not targeted at you. We are here as a community acknowledging with the foundation of grace and the identity of righteousness that all of us can acknowledge that we have a degree in areas of our life where we have been bitter and we have unforgiveness, right? So because of that righteous foundation, we can really go deep, right, uh, Josh and, and Lindsay and Jessica, into dealing with some things that now that we're strong in grace, how do we break out and grow up from the areas in our lives that, hey, we have experienced injustice. Again, we're also not uh, minimizing any injustice that's been done to you, right? Because many times, like, you know, if you go down the line of why we are Un, you know, have unforgiveness or bitterness, like if we trace it down, like we can sense that injustice, we can sense that some wrong had been done towards us. So we're not minimizing that as well, but we're saying that there's something higher and greater through the power of the finished work. Therefore, all the injustice that has been done, I mean, I, I think about the cross. I think about what happened at the cross, right? And, and, you know, if there's one person that can feel all the injustice and all the things that, that on how he was unfairly treated, I think we can all acknowledge that it was our Lord Jesus. And he looked at the people and he looked towards heaven and the Lord just says this so beautifully, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I think that when we catch that, that spirit, we're not saying that there is no injustice, we're not minimizing it, but there's something higher, there's something greater, there's something stronger. From, from what we can receive from the Lord and, and His love and His power and His sacrifice. So, you know, today, you know, as we gather, wherever you're watching this from, like, we just want to speak the cross of Jesus into your heart. Not as a theology, but as something that descends into a robust conviction. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's so good, Pastor Dines. I feel like this um, ministry, Pastor Prince's ministry, always hammering down, emphasizing on fixing your eyes on Jesus in a particular way. And a lot of it is like, we've been forgiven so much. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, you know, if, if the Lord would mark sins, who could stand? I mean, I, I have to put myself in that place. I feel like that's like what you're saying is like when, when something's going on, when I'm saying like, this is really unfair. We're not saying that it's not, it is, it's really unfair. But God's favor is so much greater than that unfair thing that is being done to me. So I feel like tonight, maybe what, and right now, maybe what the Lord's doing right now and all of us is like, 
I'm going to do something kind of special in you guys tonight, which is like, I, I want to like make in your life effectually right now, what I've done for you greater than what anyone has done to you. What, what he has done for us is greater than what anyone can do or has done or will do to us. So I feel like I'm just, I'm just encouraged that we're going to walk in a greater measure of that. And, and as we fix our eyes on what he's done for us, freely forgiving us of every single sin. When I think about that, even when there's unfair things done to me, which there has been and there will be. It's not a prophecy, but it's life. Um, unfortunately, we, we're all touched by this. Is I have to stop for a minute, take a break and say, can't believe how much I've been forgiven. That's absolutely amazing that I've been forgiven so much. Now let that sink in a little bit and then tell me how you are like in the next moment, how you move towards that individual, towards that situation, towards that, whatever it might be. Um, Lindsay, what do you think? Yeah. So just to kind of piggyback off of that, when I think about like bitterness and restoration, um, I think about the story of Naomi and Ruth. So I'm just going to read just a little bit of her story. Um, and it's in Ruth 1, 19 and 20. And it says, so the two of them went on until they came to Bethlehem. And when they came to Bethlehem, the whole town was stirred because of them. And the women said, is this Naomi? She said to them, do not call me Naomi, call me Mara, for the almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. So if you don't know much about that story, um, Naomi's husband and her two sons die and she's left with her two daughters-in-law. So, I mean, I don't know how many daughters-in-law there are tonight or watching this. Um, I haven't always been the sweetest peach. So as a daughter-in-law, so can you imagine her losing everything that she's had and now having to care for these girls who would blame her for being bitter in this situation? But the difference is that she just um, didn't just feel bitter. She started to take that identity on. So she wanted her name changed. Call me bitter. Don't call me Naomi. I am not gentle. I am not um, patient. I'm not pleasant. Call me bitter. Um, but the beautiful thing is in this story, the Bible doesn't continue to call her Mara. It calls her Naomi. So it kind of like the Lord not acknowledging like, no, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not, you're not bitter. That's not who you are. That's not your identity. This is your identity. You're my daughter. You are loved. And I'm going to restore you. I'm going to put you in the genealogy of Jesus. I'm going to restore all of these things to you. So I feel like it's just something beautiful that we can learn in this story is when we are feeling these things, because, you know, just like Pastor Josh said, things are going to happen, whether someone means to hurt you intentionally, because it's a dark fallen world, or they hurt you unintentionally, and they don't even know that they did hurt your feelings. But if you're laying in bed at night, and that's what you're feeding on is they need to know how much they've hurt me, they need to pay for what they've done to me. Um, it's going to cause that root of bitterness just to sink in and become part of your identity. Or you could lay in bed and say, hey, we are all sinners saved by grace and just throw the cross into the whole situation. And he's going to turn it, um, turn it around for your good. And it's not just like Pastor Josh said earlier. It's not just like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to think these things. It's shifting your mind. Um, so there's one more verse that I just wanted to share um, just to kind of something to focus. If you feel like you are focusing on the things that may make you better, the things that I've done wrong to you. Um, there's Philippians four, eight, and nine. And it says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, 
whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. So I feel like just, you know, if you have something going on in your life, instead of the whatever, like that kind of whatever, you could have this kind of whatever, change your mindset, whatever is pure, whatever things above, not things below, just to kind of feed yourself instead of trying to push feelings away. Amen. That's so awesome, Lindsay. Um, you know, it's just really a beautiful story to be reminded of in Ruth, um, in the story of Naomi and Ruth, and, you know, how God sees us as, you know, truly forgiven um, and made the righteousness of God in Christ. And, and that's really the hallmark of Pastor Prince's ministry. And it's such a blessing and privilege for us to be even, you know, being able to be in this community to share this journey together. and. Even as we were just, you know, preparing and, and meditating on, you know, I mean, the subject of bitterness, um, not something that we always want to meditate on, but it's so true that I think in every one of us, there is um, some form of, you know, um, whether it's bitterness or disappointment with someone and, you know, feeling um, um, being misjudged or, you know, misunderstood. And um, it's so interesting in the Bible that, you know, in 1 Peter 2, 23 and 24, we know 24 because, you know, that's where we are always reminded that by Jesus' stripes, we are healed, um, you know, and we've made the righteousness of God in Christ. But, you know, when reading 23, I, you know, verse 23, I just felt like this was really who, you know, Jesus, why he's so lovely and, you know, such a, a wonderful savior and Lord to us is that in verse 23, it says that who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. And when he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed all this to the one who judges righteously. And then, you know, so it is a picture of not allowing ourselves, right? Just as the Lord is showing us that because he is, so are we in this world. And I think, you know, the Lord is telling us that we can, you know, take on his identity and we can forgive, even though it, you know, in the natural, it is so difficult to do that. And how it's so important that, um, being able to forgive and forget the bitterness that we feel, whether it's bitter thoughts, bitter words, um, bitter feelings that we have, um, is that, you know, the ability for us to even be able to forgive is important because it's linked to healing, right? Because it goes on to say that by his stripes, right? he's talking about physical healing. So this bitter, bitter feelings and thoughts in us that needs to be healed, um, you know, will is also there is a correlation to our physical being, well-being, and how you know in the communion and through the communion, I was really reminded that um, actually when we remind you know partake of the communion and are reminded of Jesus' finished work at the cross, reminded of how much He loved us that He went to the cross for us. He was uh, you know He allowed Himself to be striped and scourged. 
and he shed his precious blood until there was not, not a drop left. Um, he was willing to do that. And because when we remember that, it allows us to know that, you know, we've been forgiven much, we can forgive and because freely have we received, freely can we give. So it's, um, you know, it, it's just so well linked to wanting physical healing. And by Jesus Christ, we are healed in the body. Um, it also starts from, you know, being um, forgiving, forgiving others and being able to receive that healing. And I, I just love this scripture and how the Lord has put the two together. And um, I wanted to share a personal testimony because, you know, in the year 2022, I was actually looking back um, and, you know, I just realized that um, I had, you know, taken my all my entire medical leave that we, we are given 14 days of medical leave. And for the first time in decades, you know, ever since I started work, actually, I've never taken more than four days of sick leave in a year. But in 2022, I used up the entire 14 days. And I was wondering, this is not possible. How could it have happened? And then when I look back, I realized that 2022, I had um, issues with, you know, my eyes not being able to see clearly. There was blurness. I had a, a vertigo. I had, you know, I couldn't sit, even sit up from bed. I had issues with my ears and they were like, you know, this whirring sound. Pastor Darren is aware of all of this. He took this journey with me and prayed for me, you know, every time there was a lying symptom. Um, and, you know, it, it is really, you know, the Lord just showed me that, that there would have been some, you know, experiences that I've had. And that made me, you know, have this root of bitterness and I wasn't aware of and maybe I wasn't even thinking much about it. But, you know, it, I'm so thankful that the Holy Spirit will unveil it to us, the truth. And I realized that I, I have to let it go. And I just went to the Lord and just remembered, you know, what Jesus has already done. He's taken away all my sins and judgment yesterday, today and forever. And um, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. And I just laid, you know, whatever that bitterness is, which I may not even be aware of um, at the Lord's feet and, you know, um, at the cross. And, you know, 2023 has been such an amazing year because this year um, in the first quarter, I have traveled more than any particular year for 12 months. I've done it all, you know, gone to three mission trips and just loved on the people on the mission fields in Cambodia, in Indonesia. Um, and it was, it's been such a, an amazing time. And, you know, Lindsay, when you said restoration, amen to that 120% restoration. So it's really just about, you know, laying hold of this forgiveness and realizing that we are and believing that we are truly forgiven and made the righteousness of God in Christ. And it's not about a demand. It's never about because we are a Christian, because you're a leader, because you are in, you know, GRC online, you have to forgive. It's never about that, but it's about seeing the grace of our Lord Jesus and how it supplies the power and releases that. And even through the praying in the spirit that, you know, stirs up the gift and gives us that power. I, I just love pastor's ministry because there are just, you know, every time you listen to it, it's all about Jesus, but Jesus is the very one person and one thing we need for all the answers and solutions is that, you know, trouble us in our lives. 
So I just want to, you know, encourage you to see it really as just the Lord's supply. His grace is more than sufficient for us. And we can continue to trust and believe the Lord for causing us to be happy people because we are happy, because we have a happy God. And, you know, thank you so much for allowing me to even share this, you know, personal journey. Oh, thank, thanks so much, Jessica. You know, on behalf of everyone that's tuning in, we just want to appreciate and honor you for your openness and, and vulnerability. And I, I think we can all, in, in some different shapes and forms, identify with what you're sharing. Uh, I just want to say this, that um, at the same time, while we recognize that, that bitterness can lead to illnesses and sicknesses, but it really doesn't mean that because you have a sickness and an illness, it's, it's traced always to bitterness, right? So I just want to encourage everyone that while that correlation is real, uh, I don't want anyone to leave from this digital care group and go on a bitterness hunt. Does that make sense? I want us to go on a, you know, Jesus hunt, <laughs> goodness and mercy hunt, right? The Bible says, right, you, you follow Jesus and you will see goodness and mercy hunt you down, right, for your entire life. So I think it's so important that that's why the church that you attend and the ministry that you attend is so vital. Again, I go back down to the strong foundation of grace that we've been established in through pastor's ministry that allows us to talk about something as difficult and as real as bitterness and unforgiveness. So I just want to encourage you all, so, so important for us to not go on a, a hunt for like, oh, this is the cause and this is the cause and this is the thing. I brought this thing home. I, I, you know, I mean, you know, it, it, it's endless, right? But if you recognize the reality that we all have our infirmities and, and frailties and weaknesses and places that we can be susceptible to unforgiveness, susceptible to, to bitter thoughts and, and all of that. And yet recognize that, but, but that's not really me. The true born again me is righteous, is all the list of whatever's that Lindsay has shared. We meditate, the righteous will meditate on things that are pure, that are, that are noble, that are elevated, that are loving, that are caring. And, and the more you, you see your righteous identity in Christ, you, you know, you kind of are able to let go, you know, of, of whatever it is that, you know, all the wrongs that has been done to you. It, it centers you on who Jesus is. And I just want to encourage you on that, that, you know, like none of us, you know, I feel like one of the key things I've learned in observing pastor's ministry is, you know, it, I think we all desire to live with less bitterness and more forgiveness. Can I have a good amen? Less bitterness and more forgiveness. The uniqueness about pastor's ministry is he shows you that if you center on Jesus and make Jesus the main thing, if you just behold him and meditate on his finished world and meditate on his perfect love for you, you will, the fruit of it is you will walk in less bitterness and more forgiveness. Amen? So we can go to, you know, like he, pastor doesn't preach based on just in, in, imperatives. Do this, do more of this, do less of this, do more of this, you know, but it just inspires you through the power of the finished work. When we keep Jesus the center, somehow, right, he that is forgiven much, the Bible says, loves much. 
So the more we are inspired, and I love that word, the more we are inspired by his love, inspired by everything that Jesus has done on the cross for us, it's almost effortless to figure out like that person that we can't forgive, that offense that we can't let go of for years and generations and that we receive maybe even, you know, from, from a long time, right? Chronic bitterness and like somehow all those things that we can't let go of and we hold on with a clenched fist, we receive his forgiveness from the cross and we just behold his beauty and, and his loveliness. Somehow the things that we can't let go of is just released to the Lord. That's my prayer. That's my prayer for everyone that is a part of this ministry, right? God desires, Jesus desires for us to live this abundant life, right? So don't fear, don't fear that, oh, I've got bitterness, I've got this, I'm going to fall sick. Don't, don't, don't fear that, right? Just be consumed with who Jesus is and his desire and the Father's abundant heart for us to live the abundant life. And the more you receive of that and receive his heart for you and you pay attention like to what Lindsay was talking about, what, what are you feeding on? Are we living in a place where we're feeding on the past? Hurts? Past injustice? Past things, right, Josh, that have been inflicted and offenses that have, you know, are we feeding on that? Are we feeding on the scripture that says, Forgetting all that is behind, all that is past, I press on ahead towards the high call, the price that God has ahead of me. He, I mean, whenever I, I, I minister or have an opportunity to sit across a coffee table with someone who is just dealing with so much hurt and unforgiveness, I, you know, I, I'm not trying to ask them to let go of that. I'm just asking them to not meditate on that. And to see that God has so much in their future, so much in their marriage, so much in their relationship with, with their children, so much ahead of them, so much more. You've been hurt by friendship, but there's so much good friendship that's out there. There's so much more abundance than there is hurt. There's so much more goodness than there is like pain and suffering, right? And, and the more you look forward and the more you forget the past, let go of the past and press on to what is ahead, like somehow I just feel like it's so much easier and effortless to, to step into the abundant life that he has for us. So I pray that, you know, through, through this like uh, session, right, right, Josh, that, that we, we have been ministered to together by just the presence of the Lord. And, and I sense his presence now, wherever you're watching this and whatever you're dealing with, right, just his, his presence is here. Right? And, and we want to minister to you. We're here to serve you. We're here to wash your feet. We can't wash your feet in person, but we can do it virtually by bringing the, the, the pure and beautiful and pristine word of God. Amen. And, and as, as you are here and listening to this, all we're bringing is we're bringing his word, we're centering on Jesus, and we're washing your feet. Amen, Josh? Amen. 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 I think that's so good. And I'm so thankful that this community is here because we need help to be able to do this. Um, sometimes we're just not in the place to be able to, to do this on our own. And I don't think, I think that's just, Hey, we're not designed to do it on our own. So I'm thankful for all of you that are watching right now, everybody that's dealing with different sorts of things, um, bitterness, anger, unforgiveness, turn your eyes to the one that has freely forgiven you. 
Can you believe how much you've been forgiven? Can you believe how much you're loved? Isn't he lovely? Isn't he amazing? I mean, I think it's very hard to sift through all these different things. And it's very tedious to find every area that we're bitter in and all these things and try to pluck out and make sure. And I don't think that's the way. I think it's to be being filled with this revelation of how forgiven we are. It's absolutely amazing. Thankful that this community is able to look after one another, that we stay under the grace of God. Amen. Hey, Josh, I just saw a picture that I want to share real quick. Like, I don't know if you mentioned you had some kind of a, a, a flask that, that's really deep, right? And you see that there's some, you know, like dirt and impurity at the end of this flask. And, and, and you just don't have the brush to reach it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're just trying to reach this, but you see the impurity and you see the dirt and you see the, the leftover in this end of this like, like flask, but you can't reach it. But you know what? When you flush the, the, the water into that flask, the impurities that are in it just gets washed out, right? What you can't reach in a brush is kind of like a picture I saw of our self-effort in trying to like, I want to get rid of this addiction. I want to get rid of this bitterness. I know it's bad for me. I know it's harmful. But through all our own self-effort, we can't reach it, right? If you watch the sharp tank, right? The scrub daddy can't reach it. You know, it's it's it just can't fit into that vessel, <laughs> right? And as you were talking, I just saw that, that picture and I'm like, hey, all you need is not just a trickle of water. You need a powerful stores of water that can come into it that would shoot into it have you seen the people clean the street you know Lindsay, with those powerful jets and like a pavement right can just be filled with salt and dirt and and all kinds of impurities right but when the power of like you know water that goes through this propulsion jet hits the ground it, it cleans it out you know it's like a different pavement altogether when the water goes into that that vessel holding the impurity, boom, right? That 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 the impurities that we're, we're trying so hard through our self-effort to reach just gets flushed out. And I think that's the picture of listening to the preach word of God. When I listen to Pastor Prince's preaching, when I listen to, to the sermons, I'm letting, I don't know what's wrong with me because there's so much that's wrong, right? Naturally speaking. But I'm the righteousness of Christ. And when I let the preach word of God come into me and surround myself by that, that, that water propulsion from, from God's word flushes everything out. I don't have to think what I need to get rid of and what I need to change and this. And like somehow the, the, the power of God's word is efficacious. It's powerful. It is unstoppable. It is irresistible. It is undeniable. Amen. I can do this all day, but uh, you know, it's just awesome. I want to encourage and inspire you to like hear God's word, hear pastor's preaching, hear, hear the gospel. You know, ah, I know the gospel. I've heard the gospel of grace. I want to move on to something. No, no, no. Keep hearing the gospel, right? Keep feeding on the person of Jesus. Keep seeing, hearing the preach word of Jesus. And I promise you, right? Whatever that is that we're trying to reach that we can't reach with our self-effort will just be flushed out. Yes. Amen. Amen. So good. So good. Pastor Darren reminds me of this verse in Hebrews 13. It says, don't be carried about with various and strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace. 
I think a lot of times it, it, what precedes bitterness is not something you're doing or something that's done to you. It's not hearing grace, hearing something different. So let, let's, let's, let's commit ourselves to continue to hear the good news about how we've been freely forgiven. It's amazing. Amen. Would love for us to come together also, right? Past the day, past the day in prayer um, for the community, uh, everybody that's on the chat right now. Uh, would love for us to expose ourselves through prayer, through connection, through time together to how freely forgiven we really are. So could we just do that maybe um, for, for a few moments? Maybe maybe Lindsay um, and Deaconess Jess, like Lindsay, you can start. We could just start like just ministering whatever's on your heart and for anybody that's right now on the chat or watching right now and what, whatever you're feeling. Maybe you're feeling so many different things right now. Let's come together. Let's behold him together in a time of prayer. All right, let's get ready to pray. Father, we thank you so much for this time together. We thank you that we are just your children gathered around you and your goodness and your love. And we thank you for tonight, even though it might not be the most, um, you know, exciting topic to talk about. We thank you that it is so needed and it just shows how much you love us. And we thank you that if there are any that are dealing with uh, bitterness or unforgiveness or anger, um, that they would not feel condemned for the way that they that they have these feelings, but they would just feel so loved by you. And we thank you that you are just um, giving us a power watch of your word, that as we focus on you and your word, that you would just blast out all of those areas um, that need to be cleaned, Lord. We thank you that you are doing a powerful work and you are just moving so mightily towards us in love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you for loving us and sending Jesus to die for us on the cross, that we can be so certain and believe completely, Lord, that because you love us so much with an everlasting love, you were willing to not spare your own son, but gave him up for us all. And with that, how much more would you not freely give us all things with him? Today, Lord, we just thank you that for this community of GRC onlineers, and we thank you for this church that you have built virtually. And Jesus, we just ask that right now, Lord, you just let us experience a fresh, a fresh impartation, Lord, of your grace and of your forgiveness that, Lord, you have completely allowed your blood to be shed, washing every sin, every judgment away. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Help us to even believe and never to doubt that, Lord, we have been forgiven of all our sins and not today you have made us the righteousness of God in Christ and therefore Lord blessings are on the head of the righteous the paths of the righteous shine ever brighter unto the perfect day we thank you Father for making it completely Lord just freely available for us to receive and Lord you continue to impart this fresh revelation of the word of righteousness to us that daily lord that shall be our cleansing by the water of your word and that is how you love us too lord 
and we thank you so much that as we receive and allow ourselves to be loved by you, by the Father, we thank you, Father, that that is what will cast out every fear, every bitterness, every wrong and, and lying um, thought and symptoms from our bodies even. We thank you that you also heal our minds, Lord Jesus. We thank you that you grant to us, Lord, memories that are blessed. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for healing in bodies that may be having lying symptoms even right now. And we pray, Lord, that we shall come one way, but we will all leave completely healed, restored and whole, even after this gathering. We thank you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. So encouraged, everybody. And, and feeling, too, like if there's anybody that um, just is blaming themselves and really being hard on themselves, um, that the Lord is giving you a robust revelation of how freely forgiven that you've really been, even in this moment right now. So just speaking that over whoever that applies to and just believe that tonight uh today um wherever you're watching whenever you're watching um the lord is making a robust revelation so real to you that he, what he's done for you is so much greater than what has been done to you and not diminishing any of that um but the lord's doing something special we really believe that so thankful for that we're so we're so thankful that you guys joined us thank you so much for joining us for this time do you guys feel encouraged? Are you are you encouraged that you've seen Jesus and who he is and what he's done in a new, fresh way? I really believe that. I see all the hands. Thank you so much. That brings uh, great encouragement to us. And I saw a lot of people in the chat. They were like, wow, this has been a rhema word for me. This is something I've been needing to hear. And uh, that means so much that the Lord's been speaking with accuracy to each and every one of you. I want to remind you to continue to join us for Digital Care Group. It's uh, available on every major podcast platform. Uh, continue to go into the lobby. A night like tonight, a day like today, wherever you're watching it, whenever you're watching this, uh, reminds us how important community is. The lobby is where you can experience the community, where we look after one another, lest we fall from grace and start to rely on our own works and effort to carry ourselves in our relationship with the Lord or our everyday life. No, it's by grace. Let's continue to be established by grace. Getting in the lobby will really help us out with that. And we'd love for you to share your thoughts. Share your thoughts with us. Get in the lobby right after this. How did this digital care group speak to you? What did you get from it? Have some conversation back and forth in the lobby. We'd love to hear. Invite somebody to care group. Can't wait to see you for the next one. We love you guys so much right here at GRC Online, and we look forward to seeing you real soon. Love you.